Hello, and welcome to the Standard of Hope podcast with Daryl Ragsdale. This is a weekly podcast that we hope will encourage, empower, and inspire you to live your best life using biblical principles. We believe, as the Bible says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Therefore, you were not created to be average or mediocre. You were created to be extraordinary and to have an extraordinary life. Join us as we learn to strive for our extraordinary. You know, every year, people all over the world honor the longtime tradition of the New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose 20 pounds or go to church more. I'm going to do something that will make me better than I was last year. Well, I don't want to wait until the new year to participate in this tradition and make a resolution for myself. And I challenge you to do the same. Starting right now, I resolve to walk in my new. What exactly does that mean to walk in new? Well, looking back over my life, I realized that I've made so many mistakes. I have slipped and fallen over and over again. I have complained and backslidden so many times. I didn't always walk in the purpose that God has for me. I spoke when I was supposed to be silent. I fought when I was supposed to hold my peace. I moved when I was supposed to stand still and know that he is God. I was once asked, how can we forgive the broken heart? Well, the heart that it happened to is no longer there. The Bible says that God will create in us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. That means that the broken heart is completely gone and God has created a new and clean heart in us. So this heart is able to forgive and forget because the pain never actually happened to this heart. So many of us are trying to forgive with the mended heart or a patched up heart and you wonder why you are still holding grudges. You wonder why you can forgive, but you can't forget. That's because you need God to create in you a clean and new heart. This also means that people can't use your past faults against you because the old you that did those things is completely gone and passed away. God has forgiven you wholly and made you new again. How do I become new? Well, the first thing that we have to do is renew our mind. Romans 12, 2 and 3 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. See, the first thing we need to do is fix our thinking. Some of us have a defeated mindset. God can't bless us because we don't believe we deserve it. We have been so beat up, so discouraged, and so depressed and downtrodden for so long that we no longer believe that we can have the promises of God. Well, that's a lie from the pits of hell. 
You are special. You are loved. You are worthy. And God is going to bless you. Now, I need you to believe that God is going to bless you. I need you to trust that God is going to bless you. I need you to feel that God is going to bless you. You are worthy of God's blessings. You are worthy of God's blessings. You are worthy of God's blessings. See, you might have to say it until you believe it. You are worthy of God's blessing. Blessings. You are worthy. Say it until you change your mind. You are worthy. Now, now some of you might need to pause this recording right here and continue to say to yourselves, say it until you feel, feel it. Say it until you believe it. You must reprogram your thinking, reprogram your thought process, reprogram your mindset. You are worth it. You are loved. You are more than enough. You deserve all that God has planned for you and it's going to blow your mind what he's going to do for you because you are worth it. He is absolutely about to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think because you are worth it. <laughs> well, the next thing that some of us need to start doing in order to renew our mind is that some of us need to start thinking of others first. Uh, see, I know that you've been hurt so many times by so many people that uh, we have decided to make it all about us and no one else. I'm, I'm going to look out for me, myself and I, that unholy trinity. I'm going to uh, take care of number one and not worry about everyone else. It's me and mine, my family, my few, and I'm not going to worry about anyone else. See, we've been hurt so much that we've decided to stop loving others and start loving ourselves. But we can never allow ourselves to fall into this trick of the enemy. Christianity is selfless, never ever selfish. Anytime we get to a point of selfishness, we are out of the will of God. And that is where the devil wants us to be. Because in that state, if we are out of God's will, then we are also outside of his protective umbrella and he can begin to work on us. The devil begins to work on us and mess with us and pull us further and further away from God. See, you're in a space where where you wonder why although you're making more, yet you have less. Well, maybe you are outside of God's protective umbrella. You, you, you wonder why the people who are coming into your life are only taking and taking and taking from you and never giving back. Well, maybe you're outside of God's um, uh, protective umbrella. Examine your life and make certain that you are still showing the selfless love that you were before the hurt and pain. Remember that the Bible tells us not to get weary, to never get weary in well-doing. No matter the situation, we are uh, expected and commanded to show the love of Christ in everything that we do. No matter the problems that we're going through in our life, we are expected to show the love of Christ in everything that we do. No matter how hard our times are getting, we are expected and commanded to show the love of Christ in everything we do. We can never stop showing the love of Christ. We always have to keep others first because how will they know that we are God's children? It's the love that we show one to another. The devil wants us to stop looking at everyone else and start looking at ourselves. When we start looking at ourselves and at our own situations and at our own problems and start thinking solely about ourselves and not everyone else, then we're in a bad space with God and the devil can come in and take us even further away. This is a trick of the enemy. 
and we must avoid this at every cost. Now, thirdly, some of us, in order to protect our mind and to have a new mind, some of us feel like we have lost our mind. Huh. I'm reminded of the scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. See, he lost his mind at his job. <laughs> he was out in the field doing what he was created to do. And in that process, he lost his mind. <laughs> oh my God. Now, how many of us feel like we are losing our minds at our jobs? The people uh, at our jobs, our bosses, the people around us are driving us absolutely crazy and insane. But what we have to remember and understand is that where our mind goes, our body is soon to follow. We must guard our minds. See, now we're sitting at home watching mess on TV. We're, we're talking about mess on our cell phones. We're chatting about mess in our text messages. We're listening to mess on the radio. We're, we're looking at mess online all day long and wonder why we can't focus and pray, why we're having trouble fasting and why our thoughts are so messed up. We must protect and guard our mind. The Bible tells us in Philippians 4 and 8 to think on the things that are honest, just, pure, lovely, of a positive report, virtuous and praiseworthy. In other words, the Bible is instructing us to focus on the positive. But so often we infect our minds by focusing on the negative aspect of our lives, always looking at the bad and what we don't have, always looking at, looking at what's happening to us and never looking at how God is blessing and moving in our lives. We have to focus on the positive things that's going on and less the negative things that's going on. We say all the time in the church that if I look back over my life and see how far God has brought me, I can't help but praise him. I can't help but get happy. I can't help but have faith because everything that he's brought me through, everything that he's done for me, everything that he has, he, he has worked out for me in my life does nothing but give me joy and faith that he will continue to do it because God is a God that never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And if he did it for me before, then he will continue to do it for me now. We have to think on the positive things in our lives so that we don't lose our minds. See, we enjoyed the job when we first got it. We were happy and excited and posting online how we got the job. But now that we've been there for a while and we've gotten discontent and our hearts have been broken and people have done us wrong, now all of a sudden the job ain't good enough. We're, we're upset with the job. We're asking God for something else and it's driving us crazy. But if we could just get back to the fundamentals and remember the good, how God blessed us with it and how we didn't have and how we was in a bad situation and God gave us that job. Uh, we would appreciate it more and we could keep our mind. See, we could be blessed when we keep our minds stayed on Jesus and the positive things that he has done for us. But so often we look at the negatives. We need to protect our minds. Now, not, not only do we need to have a new mind, but we also need to renew our bodies. Now, look at 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 17. It says, Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. The Bible says, if we don't walk after the flesh, then our bodies will be made new. 
We must stop allowing our flesh to control our actions. This is the biggest pitfall for the world and for many of us listening to this today. It's the need and desire to do what feels good right now with no thought of what the consequences for our actions may be. We so often give ourselves a lifetime of struggle for a moment of pleasure. Let me say that again. We so often give ourselves a lifetime of struggle for just a moment of pleasure. Our flesh and our spirit is in constant battle for our mind's attention. Going forward, we must do a better job at strengthening our spirit with prayer and fasting so that we don't fall into fleshly temptations so easily. This verse also says that old things are passed away. And as I said earlier, when God makes you new, the world can't use what you have done in the past against you. Don't let anyone tell you who you were because you are no longer that person God has made you new. Don't let people hold you to what you were because you are no longer that person God has made you new. Don't allow anyone to make you feel less than who you are right now because of the things that you've done because God has made you a new person. God has made you new. You are no longer that person. Don't allow people to hold your past against you because you are no longer that person God has made you new. Sometimes we have to recite that to ourselves and remind ourselves that I'm no longer that person. God has made me new. And it's not always other people and outside people trying to use our past against us. Sometimes our own psyche, our, we, we, we can hold ourselves to our past. And God, we've asked God to forgive us. We've gone to him and asked him to forgive us. And he has forgiven us. It is no longer happening in his eyes. It is as far as the east is from the west in God's eyes. But we're still holding ourselves accountable. Can't forgive ourselves. But, 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 but you can no longer allow even yourself to hold that against you because you are are no longer that person God has made you new. Now, not only do we need a new mind and a new body, but we also need to renew the right spirit. And I like the way it's worded, the right spirit. Psalms 51 and 10 states, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. We must have the right spirit because of all the stuff we have been through. Some of us have picked up the wrong spirits along the way. I, I mean, who can blame us? We, we, we have been through so much, so much hurt and so much pain, so many uh, 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 mis, misdeeds done against us, so many lies made on us, so many uh, backbiting uh, people have come our way and starting rumors against us and so many bad situations have happened to us that everything that we have been through, we were bound to pick up some bad spirits along the way, the spirit of anger and, and discouragement. Some of us have picked up the spirit of pessimism and defeat and negativity. Some of us have picked up uh, uh, the spirit of I can't do and it doesn't take all that. All these bad spirits and negative spirits have come along the way. But today we are going to pray that God gives us the right spirit again, the spirit of confidence and victory, the spirit of love and understanding, the spirit of forgiveness and long suffering, the spirit of peace and joy, the spirit of patience 
and kindness, the spirit of goodness and faithfulness, the spirit of gentleness and self-control. You are a lender and not a borrower. You are the head and not the tail. You are a leader and not the follower. You are above and not belief. You are more than a conqueror. You will have more than enough in Jesus' name. You must believe that. You must uh, uh, really understand who you are and lose then, then lose the wrong spirit and have the right spirit on the inside of you in order for you to move forward. We have to do what God has called us to do. We have to be all that God has called us to be. And we can't do that thinking the way we always have been thinking. We can't do that believing the way we always have been believing. We can't do that with the same old spirit. We can't do a new thing. We want God to do a new thing in us, but we can't do the new thing with our old mind, with our old body and with our old spirit, we have to have a new of all, a new mind, a new body, and a new spirit in order to move forward. Again, I truly pray that you have enjoyed the message of hope shared here today. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by reaching out to me directly on Twitter at Daryl Ragsdale or on Facebook at the Standard of Hope Podcast. Or you can email us directly at thestandardofhope at gmail.com. We hope to see you next week as we continue to strive to walk in our extraordinary. And as always, I want you to proclaim this with me. Say it with me, say it loud and believe it. I can, I am, and I will, in Jesus' name.